0: Welcome to Inside the Firm, a podcast dedicated to small business owners and hosted by entrepreneurs, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Each week, they take you on their journey of how to start... Welcome to another episode of Inside the Firm. (coughs) My name is Alex. I did not sleep well last night. You either, (laughs) huh? I did not either. For some reason, I was tossing and turning. I don't get it. Lance, tossing and turning is on the other mic. Yep. We're here to talk about whole bunch of things. One of it is Revit Rocketship, which is your training guide for Revit to get you on a clear path to success to be modeling quickly, making awesome drawings, increasing your responsibility, increasing your rewards. Go check it out revitrocketship.com. You can even try it out for a month if you don't like it, guaranteed free money back. revitrocketship.com. There's
1: a lot of people that listen to this show. A lot of architects, a lot of builders, The people are doing very high end, beautiful buildings and what they need to be checking out to uh, help those buildings make uh, perfect, beautiful sense is PellaLuxury.com. They need to go to PellaLuxury.com forward slash the firm because they have you have never experienced a brand like this before. The collection of brands within the luxury division of Pella are the conversation starters, the pioneers of industry who provide window and door solutions to discerning architects, the building industry and beyond. They have decades of experience creating things no one else in the world is creating, and the collection of brands are brought together to complement and build on one another. They don't push beyond the limits. They set them. ExplorePellowLuxury.com forward slash the firm today. You also need to be checking out Arcat. With project conditions changing and limited time to get things done, it's good to have information at your fingertips. ArcCat.com provides architects, engineers, spec writers, and contractors with the most comprehensive libraries of building product content and designed so you can access it quickly and efficiently. Even better, Arcat.com is free to use and requires no registration. So visit today and access the information you need now. That's arcat.com. com.
0: Al Gore. So I have an interesting story. This was at least a couple months ago. Um, I, on my Calendly app, got a meeting request. And that meeting request said, hey, we want to discuss uh your familiarity with townhomes said, great can't wait to see you it was a couple of days away guy came in <clears throat> we started talking as hey how did you find out about us he said he was driving around saw our funky looking building funky there was an f9 logo on there looked up what we were and realized that we are an architecture firm and this person is a developer so then decided hey after it found their website Look at this. There's an easy way to just book a meeting. I might as well go talk to these people. Talk to us. Yesterday, we we did some small work with them. Yesterday, we just landed a uh, medium-sized, good medium-sized project with them. Um, And it's awesome. It's awesome because what a random chance. Not random, but like literally the purpose. The purpose of what we did.
1: Yeah. One time. So, one of my favorite phrases is, uh, once is a coincidence... Uh, uh, two times is a, is a pattern. Okay. No, how do I say this? Uh, once is an anomaly. Sure. Twice is a coincidence. Three times is a pattern. That's, that's, that's what I, that's what I like to phrase it as.
0: So you want this to happen three times?
1: Well, I'm just here to say, remember, uh, we have a custom house that we're doing in Northern Colorado to where the client rang the doorbell on the office building this spring. And I was kind of shocked, and I said, "Hey, how, how can I help you?" And I said, hey, I'm looking for an architect. This was a just off the street, same thing. I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember this, but but
0: did he see our building and
1: be like, oh, there's yes. probably architects in there." Yes. Are you serious?
0: Yes. <laughs> Hilarious.
1: So this, so it was the same and same thing. Saw the giant letters F nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a big glass garage door. Uh, it, you can go to the website and check it out. It has got the F nine on it. Maybe it's not on the website, but either way, we've got a giant giant letters on on the garage door. Glass Garage Door. People can see that thing. Just type in F9. There's only two places Google's going to take you with F9. It's either um, everything that has to do with um, the Fast and Furious movies. I don't know if you know that. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. A lot of those. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because the last one is called F9. Uh, And then uh, our firm. So it seems like it's a pattern. Yep. Uh, Or a coincidence. Yep.
0: And And one more will be a pattern. One more and we'll get a pattern. I I think this goes to a bigger principle that we brought up on the episode was called the simplest Marketing advice you'll ever get. Yeah. And the, and the crux of it was you need to try to demonstrate what you wish to do. Right. And then people will see that you've done that and then be likely to hire you. So, Hey, I want to do townhomes. Oh, here's a building in a townhome complex. We've clearly done that. It's it's literally just like a one to one ratio. Um, or I want an architect that knows how to build buildings, right? Oh, they built a building. Come in, and then we have pictures of uh, some of the houses that we did. So it so it all relates. So that's what we're saying is that if you can do it, it it seems like it's it's paying off. It's a good move.
1: Yeah, and I guess what it does for me is it reassures. And once again, uh, you know, I'm I'm a contrarian. Al is a contrarian on certain things. Uh, I think we just always like to look at the world from like an upside down view. Um, to make sure that the what we're being presented right side up is valid or isn't valid, and one of the things you hear often right now, I think, is that like with this whole idea about oh, we're going to be complete remote workers, everybody's going to work from home in their in their pajamas. Brick and mortar is dead. Um, I mean, obviously, places like WeWork suffered during the pandemic and stuff like that, and you know, did had all these financial issues. But the proof seems like it's in the pudding here about having a brick and mortar and and an actual office um, panning out for us anyway. So anybody who's still thinking about opening up shop, I think we're here to tell you, it seems like people are still seeking out architects, literally just off the street still. And the house that we got is a higher end house. It's a great fee. And then this medium project for us at a medium, at a small to medium sized firm, it's a big deal. Absolutely. So, yeah. Uh, jury cool. duty. Jury duty. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, basically, um, this has kind of been on the top of our head all week. So, this is a like a true Inside the Firm uh, episode. We're bringing you right inside. And um, So, let's say one of your employees has jury duty. Like, how do you handle that? Uh, we are experiencing that for the very first time, and we're trying to navigate through it. And um, I just want to point out to, to everybody who's listening is like, Oh my gosh, if you're screaming at your radio right now and you're listening to us or the headphones and you're like, you guys didn't think about this before. I, so if uh, longtime listeners will know that I've interviewed uh, Michelle Siler Tucker two times in this show and her um, on the Monday morning show, and she's the author of exit rich and she helps people um, with the idea of selling their businesses later. Um, getting getting them up to speed. One of the first things she recommended is getting a company manual together. Mm-hmm. So we we derived our company manual from her kind of template that she gives people when they take her course uh, and stuff like that. And I actually went and before we started doing the show today, I went and looked up that manual yeah. to see if like, did I miss that?
0: Did oh, I miss in, the
1: jury duty part? In her example. There's nothing. Yeah. So... The reason I'm bringing
0: that up is, is because uh, so let's start thinking about it. If you haven't thought about it,
1: let's start thinking about it. Exactly. And I thought I had. Oh, perfect. So uh, now, if you're if you're listening on YouTube and you're looking at, I, I have an article pulled up here. It's from mckinseyhughes.com. I don't even know what it is. I guess it's a uh, probably a law firm. Probably a law firm. Um, but a, they have a blog up here, and I was I. What I wanted to know is, and here's why people should start thinking about it. So just to put it in perspective, is, um no matter what so my question was like how how often what's your likelihood of getting called a jury duty and according to the pew research survey cited above in this article uh, this little blog here only about 15% of american adults receive a jury summons each year among those individuals only 15 or 5% actually make it to a jury box extrapolating the numbers that means only about 0.75% of the adult population actually serves on a jury. So it is a rare instance. Yep. It's not a very common thing.
0: but And, uh, and this is why it's rare, too. I, I've had two experiences with it before, not me. But my wife got summoned, and then it just got canceled. Another employee... Oh, like
1: they came to an agreement or something. Yep.
0: Who knows? Yeah, Another employee, this was years ago, got summoned and went for like a day... And then either it got canceled or didn't get picked. Oh, I remember that now. Hmm. Yeah. It was just like... But
1: it was so minor. Like, I guess it was... It's
0: literally like a a blip on a day.
1: And and in the the scheme of a lifetime and having children, right? And having no sleep and all the questions, (laughs) running multiple businesses. It's probably easy to kind of lose track of that. So we lost track of the taste. Like, it's such a
0: drop in the bucket of what we're doing. So, and then to put this in context. So, Jerry, do you can be everything from a minimum of that to what we've learned. Like You can have six-week trials. Six-week trials. You can have two-week trials. You can have one-week trials. Five days, whatever. Yep. So that's why it's important to talk about. That's why it's important to think about, not just as an employer, but an employee as well.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, I was just going to get up uh, something else, but give me one second here, Hal is uh let's see here, what did I have next? Yeah. So uh, so what we so like here's the rabbit hole we started going down and we're still not done with this rabbit hole and we're trying to come out of it and figure out like what is the best way to handle this. Uh, and 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 be fair to everybody. Um, and so the first thing that so I, I also posted this question to the Entry architect community and I, I wanna give I'll get to my the overall what I think is the overall consensus based on a variety of factors. But before that, it's like first Al was like, I want to know what we legally have to do. Yeah. So uh, leading up to that, basically the first thing is, and I'll get to what Al found is I have another article pulled up. It's called, do employers have to pay for jury duty? Cause we we didn't, I mean, we just don't know, didn't know what, 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 what you're supposed to do again, following the lead of putting together a manual from somebody like Michelle Seiler Tucker, like, feel like we did as much as we could to understand HR and what you're supposed to tackle and all of that as a small business owner, like you can't know everything at, at, at uh, anyway, Right. Yeah. So this article goes on to say, as a business owner, you rely on your employees to show up every day, uh, to work every day, but there are going to be occasions where that just isn't possible. And that includes what they're called when they're called for jury duty. Uh, so you know, jury, du- jury services is civic duty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, employers must give their employees time off necessary to fulfill their jury duty obligations. Like it's a legal,
0: it's a legal duty, right? Like you, like
1: you can't withhold them from serving jury duty. Yep. They, they have get to selected.
0: It. They have to go for one week. You can't say, no, you have to come into work. You yep. do it.
1: So employment law federally, I believe is what these guys are alluding to. Also prohibits employers from threatening or punishing their employees as a result of their jury duty service, for example, by firing them or threatening to cut their hours in addition to federal law
0: hmm. um,
1: like as a reaper like I, I guess my example let me tell you i'll ask you al if you think it's that's what are they suggesting like hey if you go to this
0: i'm going to cut your hours the week after yeah so oh. like let's say you're a mechanic like a. Reaper- and let's say you get paid hourly and then, and then they go okay you have jury duty and then they're mad at you and be like your next month we're only going to book you half time like that's yeah. crazy yeah exactly do that. exactly so are you required to provide uh, to
1: provide pay to your employees while they serve duty? That was our first question. Right. Um, and so basically, then we we end up, you know, op- the state of Colorado is going to determine this. Um, so state jury duty laws, this goes on to say is currently there are eight states. So if you're listening to this and you're one of these eight states, you need to defer to your state. Right. So currently there are eight states that require employers to pay their employees while serving on duty. Uh, a jury: Alabama, Colorado, Connecticut, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Nebraska, New York, and Tennessee. And I just want to state for the record that uh, this is this this article is about a year old. Maybe a state got added to that or not. I have no idea. But as as of November 9th, twenty twenty one, this is this is what it was. And there's
0: a caveat to that because in Colorado, at least, you'll look at your own state. Like they even say you don't even have to pay them their full wages. In they must have made this law a while ago, and maybe you'll touch on that in the future. So, like, you've got to kind of dive into it by state.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because then they give some examples and all. So, like, for example, in Alabama, businesses have to provide their employees with their regular pay while they serve jury duty. Well, in New York, employers only have to cover the first
0: $40, of the employees' regular wages for the first three days of the jury duty. So most people listening to this are making more than $40 a day. Exactly. Like, this is almost laughable. Yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, in addition to the states that require employers to provide jury pay, there are 15 states that pro- prohibit employers from requiring the employees to use paid leave, including sick time, vacation time, or personal time to cover their... Jury duty obligations. Those states are Alabama, Arizona, Arkansas, Indiana, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, Nebraska, Nevada, New Mexico, Ohio, Oklahoma, Utah, Vermont, and Virginia. Again, maybe that changed since uh, it's been over a year since this article, a little bit less than a year. And then uh, some states, even some cities, counties, and municipalities require that employers provide juror pay to certain types of employees. For example, in Miami-Dade County, Florida, employers must provide jury pay for any employee Regularly scheduled to work at least 35 hours per week while in Texas if an exempt salary employee works during the week they're entitled to their salary even if part or most of the week is spent serving jury duty. For the rest of the states in the U.S. employers aren't required to provide any sort of compensation to cover jury duty. For example in California employers aren't required to provide jury duty paid to their employees but employees are free to use any available leave like sick or vacation time if they wish to be compensated while they're serving on a jury um so moving to colorado we operate uh generally is uh basically what it so what we went to is um for us it's the colorado department of labor and employment i got to imagine it's going to be the same wherever you're practicing right uh so what our state says is all regularly employed trial or grand jurors shall be paid regular wages, but not to exceed $50 per day. Not to exceed $50 per day. That's good.
0: I swear this was probably
1: written a long time ago. Like It'd be interesting to know exactly when it was, yeah. Uh, unless by mutual agreement between the employee and employer by their employers for the first three days of juror service or any they're part of. So basically what they're saying is, right, Al? In yep. Colorado, you have a legal obligation to pay them up to fifty dollars a day for the first three days. That's it. Yep. That's your obligation, cut and dry. And then from there, it's up to you. And so, moving moving on to kind of my last point with this, and then I'll shut up and have let Alk talk because yeah, I can tell you just want to talk. Just kidding. Um, is like what? Where, well, what is it? What you know? For your firm in particular, then, like, what are you doing? What should you be doing, right? So, when I asked this in the Entre Architect community. On Facebook. On Facebook. You should head there. You should go there. Really good discussions. And it's just like, there's no... the One of the reasons why that's such a valuable place is, first of all, it's, it's uh, private. It's not public. Um, so, people feel like a little bit more safe to talk in there. Um, but you are understanding... And seeing that, like, there's no hard and fast rule to this. And so what I noticed was <laughs> three things, three big things. Folks who were pure sole proprietors, who are not holding the bag, who are not seeing a, uh, what it takes to run a small to medium-sized firm and seeing every two weeks what it costs to run payroll... And everything above it. And everything above that and below it. Yep. Sideways up and down all that. Um, we're very bullish on you give them as much time as they need and you pay for all of it. That was a consistent thread that I saw. From from people who are sole proprietors with no employee and are not holding the bag. Huh. They were very bullish. Yeah. As much as they need. Yep. Six weeks. Sure. Pay for the whole thing. Wow. Okay. Okay. The people, the people who then, then there were people on the opposite side of the coin and they were either literally somehow working for a federally funded taxpayer, sorry, taxpayer funded federally managed architecture firm, something like that. They sort of had the same proposition, whatever it takes, whatever it takes, whatever three months, pay the whole thing, like whatever it takes. But then there were people in the middle, and this is the third one. Yep. The people in the middle had a lot more varied answers. Some people said, um, l- kind of like what we did, we're, we're, what, what we pointed out here as far as uh, what Colorado says, yep. which is, I'm going to pay you $50 maximum for three days, mm-hmm. and then beyond that, we have sort of our own process figured out, or we're either going to figure it out, and, it's, and because it's a rare instance, we're going to come up with it. Some people said... Uh, One gal piped up and she said, we are a firm of 10 in California and we have, uh, we pay for three days. And after that, you can choose to do PTO. You can choose, we have other options, but that's it. We're paying for three days. Yep, Just part of the, part of how we operate. And then, but are they paying like your real salary for three days, not the $50? Yep. The real salary. Okay. Uh, Another person who I know is an avid listener of this show. I uh, won't name names. Uh, he said uh, he's got a firm, I think, close to us, maybe something like that size wise. And he said five days. They'll do five days. And this is all in addition to PTO. Yep. Another person said two weeks. And then um, and then there was just kind of all over the board from there, you know. So uh, it's tricky. Like, how do you how do you. Uh, so I think the the whole moral of the story is. If you are listening to this and if you are a sole proprietor um, and you are thinking about having employees in the future, great, you're ahead of the curve. You're listening to this show. Get something written in place. Think about it. Think about it from a serious sit down with your CPA. Like figure out what it's really gonna cost you to do this. Yep. Understand where your cash flow is, like have some projections going. You are ahead of the curve. Hopefully we saved you some headache in the future, because you already have this in place. Or you're somebody like us who is we're navigating through this in in real time yeah. still, still maybe maybe we caught you ahead of time and, and you need to think about this i just it's a, even though it's a rare instance it's probably going to hit you once in your li- firm's
0: lifetime yep um and then i think actually not just employers employees should think about this because here's the big question you live in a state a state has and i and i want to relate it to analogy of the state is the state asking you to serve the country by jury duty or is it asking your firm to do the country a service? And I want to go on even farther. We haven't done this in a long time, but there used to be drafts. There could be drafts in the future. Sure. Is it unfair if you get selected for a draft and someone else doesn't get selected for a draft based on time? You know, like you didn't serve. You're not going You're too old. No one watch it anyways. Yep. But there's some people, young people, right? Oh, they might be selected. They are asked to do what's for their country. Right. And you, you got out of it just because war didn't happen at that time. But then also there's other things that are to- unfair. <clears throat> you paid off your student loans. <laughs> so some, some, someone that's younger gets 10,000 of it paid off. So the crux of, of the question leads to like, wait, wait. Okay. I think we forgot even me too, like we're citizens. Does the state ask us to do stuff at some point? Is that our responsibility, or is it our firm's responsibility? It's a great question because that's that's, that's the exactly I, I
1: think about even if again, so like you're an employee listening to this show, just know that that's that's a mindset that your employer has and it's it's so like if you're gonna ask them to think about it in your way, I think you owe it to them to think you know for you to think
0: about it in their way and you guys talk about it yeah and then you can use that as an exercise too both ways but then you can ask like what is the state and go to the state what is the state asking me to do because in some states they aren't asking the employers to take care of it so the state is saying as a citizen we are asking you to show up to dirty, dirty jury duty which in my head be something about me like oh i should have enough in savings if that happens, personal responsibility. Yeah. Well, and then if you frame it, I, I, didn't,
1: I don't know why I don't even think about this, but like, okay, what are the majority? And I don't, I'm not a pro democracy person in the sense that I understand that democracy essentially at its core is mob rule, right? And it really doesn't protect the minority in any situation. But what I'm, but but I do recognize that it's okay to also recognize trends and like then understand is the trend the direction like there's still validity in a trend at some level yes so if the states are trending the majority of the states are trending to it's your personal responsibility and not your employers by literally what i what i what i stated in these articles that there's only eight states that require employers
0: to pay yep but then too like i just think it's important because i think everyone knows especially when they turn 18 I can't remember, but like I think you literally had to sign up for the draft, right? So like you you are aware, um, and I I believe it's both sexes now. It's not. Oh, but it was so it's still just males. At least males are aware. Like, oh, okay, I guess this is a real thing that could still happen. I don't think people are aware of jury duty. (laughs) I mean, they're aware of it, but I don't think they're aware of it in the same sense. Like, oh wait, this is going to be on me. Well, I just don't think we take it seriously that it's going to happen to
1: us. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, that's what we're, that's what we're saying. And, and again, if you boil all the, that's why, that's why I preface this whole conversation with that article about like, what are the chances this is going to happen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. That's it. that's it. That's it. That's it. Just think about it. Think about it. We're thinking about it. You got to think about
0: it. Think about it. Yeah. What do you think Nick's thinking about? I don't know. Let's hear from him.
1: Hello, best friends. I hope you all had a great week this week. A reading. Inflation is probably the most important single factor in that vicious circle wherein one kind of government action makes more and more government control necessary. For this reason, all those who wish to stop the drift towards increasing government control should concentrate their effort on monetary policy. Friedrich, August von Hayek. Toodles. It's actually Hayek, but I'm not going to hold that against Nick. No, I'm not, <laughs> no, 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 no.
0: <laughs> this is analogy I told to Lance and and uh, architects or, or anyone in a firm. You don't have to be an architect that deals with a uh, the planning department, mm-hmm. and probably not in a county. More stereotypically, in a city where mm-hmm. you have a drag out, uh, site plan review process. The analogy is, oh, what if your taxes, you had to submit for review? Oh my goodness. And you know, like a obviously, pre-review, it's a pre-application. Hey, this is your pre-application meeting. And by the way, we're scheduled <laughs> out two months. Yep. And then we'll get comments back to you in two months. And then we'll have revisions. Think about this. You might not be able to get your taxes officially approved and done until after the next year, when you have to start the whole process over again, all in the guise of clarity assistance and making sure the right, correct thing is done. Yeah. That's I hope I, I, I want to squash that idea so that it doesn't get out there, but it just seems like, Oh yeah, that's a, some people might think that that's a, that's a great idea without knowing the ramifications. Again, if you've dealt with the planning department, you obviously don't want that to happen to the tax department. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's all we got for today. If you like this episode, please make sure you share it with your mom. If you're watching on YouTube, like, subscribe, leave us a comment. If you're listening on iTunes, leave us a five-star review. We will see you next week.